0: I'm Chase Gasper, and you're listening to The Sound of the Looms.
1: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on when this finds you. Welcome to the Sound of the Loons podcast. I'm Steve McPherson, and I'm joined by both Callum Williams and Minnesota United's own Chase Gasper. Before we get going, I want to give a huge shout out and thank you to everyone out there working right now, whether that's healthcare workers, grocery store employees, delivery drivers, or anyone else out there who has to put themselves at risk every day. We just can't thank you enough for what you do. While team sports may be sidelined right now, Team spirit is going strong. Alina Health and Minnesota United have teamed up to support the frontline caregivers at Alina Health. Learn how you can help by visiting alinahealth.org slash caring for caregivers. That's alinahealth.org slash caring for caregivers. All right. So, fellas, I am used to seeing Cal every day, basically, in the office. I'm used to seeing Chase. I see maybe like once or twice a week or something like that. But it's been like two months. <laughs> How is everybody doing? Chase, let's start with you. How are you getting by?
0: Uh, I'm doing well. It's um, just trying to work out and stay fit, keep your mind on the game as much as possible, and that helps you stay sane somewhat. But the rest of the time, it's just reading and movies. (laughs) And uh, the movie collection is running low now, so I'm getting nervous. Thank thank goodness uh, the summer's coming around the corner, so that's definitely going to help.
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah, we'll get into some movie. Uh, I have some I have some movie questions for everybody. Um, Cal, it's been I think we did our last podcast like a month ago. Um, and there's been a lot of fun stuff you've done with some of the training staff and, and, and stuff and people like that. So uh, how how is your current uh, quarantine uh, going?
2: It's It's okay. I think now I am starting to get a little stir-crazy because it, it feels like it has been an eternity. I almost got slightly emotional then when, when I heard you open up the show and say, welcome, uh, as you always do. Um, it, it, it's just been too long, hasn't it? You know, it, it just feels now um, very, very tedious. But look, the important thing is that everybody is safe and that's the main thing. And um, it is what it is at the moment, but very much looking forward to, to returning to normality uh, whenever that should be.
1: Yeah. So Chase, you sort of approach this from having a, um, like a daily schedule, like how, uh, how tight have you sort of kept it? Did you sort of try that at first Did you move away from it? Like what's, how is it, first of all, what were your initial ways of dealing with it? And then how has that sort of evolved over time?
0: Initially I just used it as a, a break, a relaxation period for my mind and body. And so I was just re- relaxing a lot, resting, um, you know, we had a long preseason, a phenomenal first two games. And, you know, rest is it's good for the body. So that's that's what I did the first, like, week and a half. But then at the week and a half, two-week mark, that's when I started to get a little restless. And um, then I implemented a schedule where every morning, wake up, shower, uh, try to meditate a lot, and then eat breakfast with my parents, work out, Uh, lunch, maybe work out again, depending on the day, what the fitness coaches at Minnesota United send us, and then try to get some reading in every day, and then TV shows and movies or hang out with cousins the rest of the day
1: yeah i've seen that the some of the materials come through um i part of my job as as an editor is to look at a lot of the stuff that comes through so i've seen some of the workout plans come through for players and things like that it seems like they've been doing a great job of giving you a variety of stuff to do and sort of different ways to approach things
0: yeah definitely they they've been doing a phenomenal job and um i mean considering everything that you know, not everybody has gyms if they're in an apartment. So my apartment in Minnesota, our gym was uh, was locked down, so nobody could use it. Some guys have a few, like, weights, uh, dumbbells, medicine balls at their house. And so they have to take all that into consideration and come up with a workout. And so I, I can't thank them enough and tip my cap for them that they've come up with some excellent body weight workouts and, uh, like, band workouts. And, uh, the equipment staff at Minnesota has also done a great job at, um, mailing and sending whatever equipment players ask for out. And so everybody has a good, um, everyone has like dumbbells, bands. So we, we get some great workouts in throughout the week and we do like weekly yoga. The nutritionist holds a uh, weekly breakfast. And so it's, it's nice to see all your teammates who you're used to seeing every single day and talk to them on on these weekly chats and it's uh it's good to see all the familiar faces
1: yeah so usually when we're doing a podcast i'm realizing this now that we have started like I, I would like point to cal and be like you know question lane open for you but it's a little harder to sort of gesture that way uh and know what exactly is going on so i'm just going to say cal if you if, if you want to jump in with something just go for it
2: this is the world we now live in steve you know we have to adapt. And, uh, <laughs> uh, Chase. Uh, Look, the most important thing is that everybody is safe and healthy at the moment. Uh, That goes without saying. But how how frustrated are are you from a a personal and and professional level? Because the trajectory that you were on before this was fabulous. Yeah,
0: it's definitely frustrating. But, you know, at the end of the day, you got to put it all into perspective that this, it is affecting us, but it's affecting everyone in the world. And so many people are getting furloughed from their jobs. People are... Yeah, have loved ones, friends, and family who are affected by this. So, um, I'm just counting my blessings and trying not to get frustrated because getting, getting angry is the easy thing to do during this time, and it doesn't help anyone. So, um, just using this time to spend with my family, my parents, my cousins, and I'm just thankful for it.
2: You mentioned you've been keeping in touch with uh, a lot of the, the players during this time. How from your point of view, how is the the mood and the mindset within the the group at the moment during this whole thing uh
0: it's i mean it's good uh it's you see everybody's smile get a little bit bigger when we get on these weekly chats and you see everyone's faces but uh I don't know when that random snow was hitting Minnesota like a week and a half two weeks ago, the smiles weren't as big but uh <laughs> since then they've definitely gotten a lot bigger with uh, the sun coming out and the weather warming up.
1: It could have, it could have hit at a worse time for Minnesota, given that it's, it sort of came in right as it, the weather's getting a little warmer. Yeah. We had that little, that little blip of snow, but the ability to send your kids outside to get outside, yeah. to sort of get out there, that's, that's a, that's a pretty huge component of getting through this. I think the meditation thing is also interesting. It's something that I've definitely, I've been using uh, headspace a little bit and and, and mm-hmm. some of that stuff. And I think that's, it's interesting because it is, like you said, the you know, the important thing is everybody's um, you know, doing everything they can to stay healthy and 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 you know, practicing good guidelines for social distancing and, and hand washing and all of that stuff. Um, but you know, like there's there is just sort of this like slow wave of you're like a couple days, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Okay, we're fine. Like you're just kind of plowing ahead, you got stuff to do in front of you, and then you'll just hit a day of like, This is got we gotta get out of this. So things like meditation I find have definitely been it's definitely been helpful. Yes. Um, let's talk a little bit about, um, I I do want to get into the movies. Interesting. So who gets to pick the movies with you and your parents? Do you alternate? Like what's the, what's the protocol for that?
0: Uh, it's usually my dad and I have very similar tastes in movies and my mom's kind of on the other side of the spectrum. And so, you know, honestly, we kind of do bully her out of her movie (laughs) selections, but, uh, we'll, we'll give her like one and one or two a week. Because she, she likes, the, like, the the love story gooey stuff. Sure. So, um, you know, you, you got to compromise. So we'll give her one or two a week. But the rest of the time, it's usually um, my dad not choosing.
1: So, what, and and what is that taste? Is it humor towards the action, the drama, the thriller? Like, what, what, what's been some of the good stuff you've watched?
0: Yeah, so, yeah, it's, like, the action drama thriller. My mom loves comedy and the, like, rom-coms and uh but the the good ones we've seen recently is so the gentleman with matthew mcconaughey i thought okay. that and charlie chorman something like that but uh yeah i thought that was an awesome movie it's like uh british gangsters kind of with a comedic undertone mm-hmm. uh knives out with daniel craig that that one was really good because i like the the twists and turns it's not like uh most movies nowadays Once you see the first fifteen minutes, you can you know what the ending is going to be like. Whereas *Knives Out*, it kept you on the edge of your seat the whole time, and so that's why I I like movies like that. Um, *Invisible Man* was pretty good. Okay. I I forget. I don't know the actors' names, but uh, that was definitely a thriller. Uh, *Uncut
1: Gems* with Adam Sandler. I heard that's very intense. I've I've been yeah interested yeah yeah. In that.
0: I, I actually I had to break it up. So I was watching that one by myself. This is when I was back in Minnesota. I was uh, Noah. So Noah Billingsley's my roommate right now, and he came in for like the second half of it. But I, I would have to break it up in like quarters of the movie, just because you're like I, I I can't do this. I got enough on my plate right now. I don't need to add like this extra stress on right now.
1: Yeah, it seems like a very mixed bag because I've I've heard some good reviews and people are like, this is great. And then people I see watching it, they're like, I, I can't take this anxiety right now. <laughs> I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, this doesn't sound I don't know. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm gonna be ready for
0: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's great, it's a great movie in the sense that it's so well done and they they want to keep you on the edge of your seat, and so they do a phenomenal job at doing that. But it's not great in the sense that you're gonna feel the stress that the main character's feeling the entire movie <laughs> it is very stressful but uh I, I i do recommend the movie to uh people i think it's very well done
1: yeah, I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to think. Maybe I'll watch it by myself. My wife and I watched uh, the the rock climbing um, documentary. Oh, uh, free solo. Yeah, yeah, which was yeah, great. That's awesome. She spent like most of the the movie hanging onto the couch, though. Like just yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. and so, I think that level of anxiety might. I mean, I don't know if I'm ready for it. I'm pretty sure she's not ready for it. So
0: yeah, yeah. My mom's the same way. Where she cannot do thrillers. Where she she'll watch the first five minutes ask every question that comes to her mind. And I'm like, I've seen the same amount of the movie that you have. I don't have the answers. (laughs) Watch, We'll get the answers. And then she'll get up like five minutes into the movie and say, I can't do this. I'm not doing this. (laughs) And then you enjoy the rest of the movie.
1: Yeah, I I definitely want to see Knives Out. I haven't gotten to watch it yet. I did watch with my kids. We watched Clue, which I believe is sort of similar in a way. It's an old, you know, it's sort of an 80s movie. I watched it when I was growing up. And it's that sort of everybody in a house, who's the murderer, you know, kind of thing based on based on the board game loosely. But um with Tim Curry and that was really fun. So yeah, but the kids we've been doing sort of watching some old movies and now we have Disney Plus like going through all that stuff. Oh, uh, how's how do you like Disney Plus? It's great. I mean, I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, uh, older Disney stuff that, I watched growing up like Bedknobs and Broomsticks, which is kind of like Mary Poppins, but it's with Angela Lansbury instead, and it's part animated and part live action. And I, I hadn't seen it since I was a kid, and it was super fun to watch uh, with my kids. So having that kind of option of having that stuff out there, I've also started watching The Simpsons with my eight-year-old because I was like, "It's time to start watching The Simpsons," <laughs> and that's on Disney Plus, so we can go through all of that, which is great. <laughs>
2: Yeah, You've just gone up in my estimation, Steve, by mentioning bed knobs and broomsticks. Wonderful! What a great, great time that was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was. It was great. Cal, have you seen anything uh, recently since we've uh, last spoken that uh, grabbed your fancy?
2: Since we last spoke, the missus and I have flown through Mad Men, okay. um, oh. and uh, I can absolutely recommend it. it, it it's a, a fabulous series. Um, all <laughs> of the advertising industry and, and the perils of it. Um, and you, you get really emotionally attached to the characters, and it's uh, it's very good. And for a little um, lighter uh, watch, we've been watching something called New Girl, uh, which, um, again, for those of you unaware, it's, it's a comedy uh, about some people who live in a loft in Los Angeles, and, um, you know, it, it's just about everyday life, but they are um, intriguing characters, uh, and there's a lot of really funny things, uh, obviously, with it being a comedy, so... Um that's really about it to be honest. So I am absolutely up for recommendations. I'm making a list as you two are speaking about so
1: <laughs> the, yeah, New Girl's great. I've I've found that that having sort of a balance of stuff, like uh, we've been watching 30 Rock is kind of our like just watch a 20 minute show of something that's just strictly funny. Um and then sort of throwing in some other stuff that's a little more serious. We started I I did watch. I finally watched the first episode of Sunderland Until I Die, which Cal has recommended heartily several times to me. Um, I watched a ton of 30 for 30s about soccer a couple weeks ago and wrote that up for the website and some stuff that I you know, didn't know anything about, which was great. A lot of players that, um, uh, I didn't have any clue about. So, um, so that stuff was really fun. Uh, I had the English game also. Did you watch the English game, Cal?
2: So I saw the trailer and I just didn't fancy it. And I'd been told by several people that it was very good, but, Maybe it's on the list, but um, if you haven't watched Sunderland Till I Die and you're a soccer fan, you are doing yourself a disservice because what it does is it does give you a tremendous insight into how things actually work behind the scenes at a football club. So um, I know there's other documentaries about Manchester City and Leeds United on on Amazon, I believe, Uh, but the the Sunderland Till I Die is, is. tremendously put together by Netflix. And uh, again, if you are a soccer fan, you haven't seen it,
1: you need to. Yeah. Chase, have you done any, have you watched any soccer, soccer-related soccer content?
0: Uh, yeah, my dad and I watched a documentary on Steven Gerrard like two two nights ago. Mm-hmm. I think it was an Amazon documentary. And yeah, it was very well done. And uh, learned a lot about him, learned a lot of stuff that I didn't know before. And then... Uh, I tried to watch it. There's uh, Amazon had another one on Sergio Ramos, but it was all in Spanish. And I got through like the first half <laughs> using the Spanish I've learned in the locker room, but I uh, just didn't know what was going on, so I had to stop.
1: Yeah, I've been I've been working a little bit on my Spanish with with Duolingo now that I've got sort of. I mean, I'm, it's something I'm always trying to do, but I don't always have time for it. And my my daughter is also using Duolingo now on her iPad uh, with school, so I'm trying to work on my. My Spanish a little bit, but a lot of it mostly has to do with like restaurants and um, friends, and and not a lot of soccer specific terms. So I don't know how well <laughs> I would do. <laughs> I would do watching a strictly Spanish language uh, soccer documentary, but but it's coming along well. The Spanish, I think it's. Get, I mean, you know, I it, it, the, the the proof will be when I really get to uh, you know speak some Spanish to some Spanish speakers, and then we'll you know we'll see what happens. But I'm trying to you know I'm trying to work on some skills. Have you been? Uh, there was a thing on MLS, or have they have some clips of? Uh, soccer players doing things like get haircuts or I think Keegan Roseberry did something with like showing how to give a haircut and or cooking or things like that. Have you, have you taken this time to do any sort of betterment outside of uh, you know, fitness and soccer stuff?
0: Um,
1: n- I'm I not going to judge you if you didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tried cooking at the beginning. I'm just, I'm just not really into it. So Dane St. Clair was, uh, he was my roommate before Noah Billingsley, and he he was the cook in the apartment. And he's a he's a phenomenal cook. But since I've just been doing yard work, not really self betterment, more yard betterment the past few weeks.
1: Yard work is important. I mean, it's all about an exchange of, you know, like if, if you've got other people who can do cooking, you can do some other stuff, you know, in terms of, you know, cleaning or yard work. Yard work is, I haven't, we haven't really had to get into it yet here in Minnesota. Like I haven't had to pull out the mower yet or anything, but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, I think as everybody, as long as everybody's doing their part, then that's, that's important. So are your parents, uh, are they, are they chefs? Do they uh, make stuff that you like?
0: Yeah, both my parents are phenomenal cooks, and it's... So I, I, I leave that skill to the masters, where um, I'll, I'll be in the yard all day, kind of. So we, we have woods in our backyard, and uh, got to, like, trim all those hedges, edge the yard, put in new mulch, uh, to weed all the gardens, and mow all the yard. It's, it's been a busy past two weeks. Yeah. So um and we've had really good weather here. So this was the only time period I can do it. So that's been becoming one with nature the past two weeks. Nice. So nice. put
1: it that way. <laughs> that's good. Cal have how have you have you had any extracurricular skills you've been developing? How's your cooking game gone?
2: Well, oh my cooking game is dreadful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um I True Englishman. I, I, yeah, I've known that before this quarantine, so I've not even tried to perfect it. Again, I've, I've not even gone anywhere near it, uh, because it is completely and utterly a disaster in the kitchen. Here, here's how bad I am in the kitchen. One time I tried to cook and I messed up rice. I messed up rice in a rice cooker. That That's how bad I am in the kitchen. Well, fortunately, my wife is brilliant. So uh, No, I, the, the, the furthest thing I've got um, to, in terms of Uh, a new activity if you will I downloaded the Duolingo app spent about five minutes rekindling myself with my high school French and then thought you know what this isn't for me and that's about it really Um, (laughs) it's all been um, you know soccer orientated and um, you know spent a lot of time on Scout, let me tell you I spent a lot of time on it um, and just doing things like that uh, really so uh, not really much out of the out of the ordinary, to be honest, Steve. So sorry if that's not the answer you were looking for.
1: <laughs> that's, hey, hey, that's okay. I mean, there was I saw a cartoon the other day that was, you know, it was like a, a drawing of a guy in a boat on a stormy sea with like sharks around him and like lightning coming down and like a water bottle that was almost empty. And below it just said, "Now's the perfect time to finish your novel." As like sort of a statement about this, everybody who's like, "I'm going to be productive during this," it's like there's a lot of stuff going on. Like if you're not it's cool. So again, my my Duolingo is is small. I've tried to work on my cooking a little bit. You know, it's 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 baby steps. Um so Jace, I saw that you had uh did a drop-in, a sort of a zoom drop-in for the St. Paul Blackhawks uh boys soccer mm-hmm. team practice. Um how'd that go? Was was that a lot of fun?
0: Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It's um so I I did one two weeks ago with some team in Ohio and that it was it was great to talk to all those guys. It was just uh it was it was like a U eight, U ten team, I think. And it was player led. So <laughs> the questions weren't really what I was expecting. It was like, Do you eat mac and cheese with a fork or a spoon? And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> this is what we're doing. But, uh yeah, the, the Blackhawks, it was it was a lot of fun to talk to them. The the coach was great and had some great questions and let it through the first half, and then uh, the second half were player questions, and they had some phenomenal questions as well. And it was a lot of fun to talk to them, and especially like local Minnesota United fans. It was um, nice to hear what they had to say, see what they're doing during the break, and answer whatever questions they had.
1: Yeah, it's fun. I've seen a lot of good content. I saw Mason was teaching a, a girls team how to do his, his little maracas <laughs> dance. <and everything. laughs> it's good to find, you know, opportunities during a time like this to do some, get to do some things. Like, I mean, obviously you guys are out there, you know, working with, uh, you know, youth teams and things like that, but you know, it's, it provides some, some interesting opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I had, I do have, I do have some questions for you. Um, they're actually from my children. Um, not, no. specific, not, not specifically for you, but there's, every day at dinner, we've sort of been asking questions. Uh, and so my children have come up with some questions uh, that we have discussed at the dinner table. I thought it might be fun to ask you uh, a couple of these. Um, all right, so if you could be any animal, what kind of animal would you be? And Cal, I want you to think about this one as well. I'll tell you, my children, uh, while you think about that, I'll tell you, my children, yeah. um, liked, they like cats. I'm not a huge cat fan, but honestly, being a cat seems like it'd be pretty good because you don't have to do anything and no one expects anything of
2: you. Yeah, yeah, and you can
1: just mess with people.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit That was going to be my choice, being a cat, because, Steve, you know, I'm a cat person. doesn't mean I'm not a dog person, but I am a cat person. Sure. And imagine... Imagine having the audacity to just sleep all day and then be fed, have your, your tummy tickled a little bit, have a little bit of a scratch behind the ear, and then go back to bed. What a life. That's it for me. That'll do for sure. I would love to be a cat.
1: Yeah. I I did. I, I did. My decision was a loon, actually, ironically enough, and not necess- I wasn't even thinking of Minnesota United particularly, but it, because of working for Minnesota United, I have frequently had reasons to go look up information on loons. And first of all, they, they chill on the North shore when it's nice in summer, which is a thing that I love to do. Um, they're kind of loners. It's just, you know, two loons usually together. Um, they, they're not super social. Uh, they like to hang out. They have their kids. Um, before their kids are fully grown, they take off and go to the Gulf of Mexico and leave their kids uh, alone on the North Shore for a little longer. And then their kids join them much later. Um, so like all of the, going down to the Gulf of Mexico when it's cold, sounds great. Being on the North Shore when it's warm also sounds great. So my pick was Loom, but it, okay, Chase. So w- what's your decision?
0: Um, right now I'm gonna say like an eagle or a falcon. I think flying would be awesome to see the world from above travel very easily and uh you don't really have other predatory birds coming after you so you're at you're at the the height of the food chain so you get to just relax and see the world from up above
1: that's pretty good that's pretty good um yeah i my my major major concern with the question of flying is i get kind of air sick like motion sick so i don't know if that would affect me if i were a bird i don't really know what the rules are yeah, that would be good <laughs> you have motion sickness as a bird but I guess, I mean, maybe birds don't get, maybe if I were a bird, then I wouldn't get motion sick. Um, so that'd be good. Um, all right. Another question. If you could be really good at any instrument, and I don't know, Chase, if you're really good at any instrument right now, I've always been a guitarist. So, um, but if you could be really good at any instrument, what, what instrument would you pick? Um, vocals are also an option here i have always wanted to be a drummer that's my i like my secret i play guitar and i actually play in bands but my secret fantasy is to play drums so that's that's what i want to do but what but but chase what's your what's your choice
0: yeah i actually had this uh my cousin and i were discussing this the other day and i'm still i'm still at a toss-up so i think like practicality piano because a lot of like dinner parties and a lot of places you go, there's a piano. So if you're the guy that can like sit down and just start jamming, everyone appreciates that and like likes that guy. Yeah. But personally I think someone who just can like kill an electric guitar is so cool. And you can just like sit and not even electric, just the guitar and you can sit and like jam by yourself. I think that's very cool. So I, that's my toss up right now. So personally, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the guitar, but
1: I think for um, like practicality and succeeding in life, piano. Piano. Yeah, I I feel you on that that dinner party tip. Like to be that guy with like, hey, come on, play, and like, nah, it's it's all right, fine, okay, I'll sit down, and then you can you can just kill it. But it is true that guitar. I I took piano originally, and then I switched to guitar, and I just found it much more satisfying to play. Guitar and play really loud. Aww. It's great. And now, Cal, I know you are you are a vocalist of some renown in some British counties um, <laughs> from back in the day. But what would you what would you pick?
2: I mean, you know, the the guitar is the ultimate chick magnet, isn't it? Really, you know, that would be so. If you're a single guy, you know, the guitar would be uh, would be um, one to go with. But. Um, I'm not a single guy, I'm far from it. Um, (laughs) I've always found that the piano fascinating because there is an element of tranquility about it. Um, And I I often, whenever I hear a a pianist playing, I always find it quite relaxing. So maybe that's what I can do during this whole thing, try and find a way to to perhaps see if I can play the piano somehow. Maybe there's an app or something, I don't know, I'll have a look. But um, I've always enjoyed... um, whenever you hear the sound of the piano. So, um, I guess
1: I'll say piano. Yeah. There's, there are distance learning options. My, my daughter who's taking piano has been doing a, a zoom class like every Monday night and she and, you know, five of these other, these other five kids, and then her, her teacher are all in a, uh, a zoom together learning piano, which is super fun to watch. And it's great for her to, you know, sort of connect with other kids and do that kind of stuff. So there are options out there, Cal, for you, if you want to, if you want to find them. Um, all right, last last kid question, which I find there's the easy answer, and then there's like I don't know, if there's a more complicated answer to it. It's very straightforward, and this is a question that only like little kids would ask, which is, what's your favorite letter? And mm. my my children's favorite letters are obviously the letters that start their names, and I feel like that's always that's always the easy answer. Um, I thought about this one a little bit, and I decided I like G um, mostly because. For a long time, I was very dissatisfied with the way I wrote uppercase Gs. Um, it never looked good. And then oh, at some point, I made a decision to do it a certain way. And I have um, earned acclaim amongst my friends for whom I have written set lists as bands for the way my capital Gs look. So, uh, <laughs> so I feel like I really worked on the, the capital G to really harness its its potential. So, um, so my, my answer is G. Chase, what is your favorite letter?
0: Um say q q yeah it's pretty unique in the way you write it so i'll go with q
1: it's a good one it looks totally different if you write it regular or if you write it in cursive it's sort of yeah so it's I, I never really it's like a two if you write it in cursive which is confusing to me <laughs> um cal your favorite letter
2: z because you pronounce it differently
1: <laughs> it's not a, it's not <laughs> even a letter that's a word it's, it's always confusing <laughs>
2: better Z or Z, as you guys say in this country, uh, just because it sparks debate. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I
1: I, I feel you. I, I do. Since you know, since we're a soccer team, do we have? Should we start using Z? I mean, for a long time, we tried to use match and pitch instead of game and. Oh, because that, that
2: means it's English, and football's not English. It's a world game, so you know. You let, let's get away from the English thing, even if it means getting rid of the announcer. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
1: we'll 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 be keeping the announcer so uh last thing i want to touch on is just you know obviously the future is unknown it's fluid but chase like what is what are you looking forward to um assuming that you know that there's an ability to return to play whenever it happens in whatever form it happens what are you most looking forward to uh
0: seeing every my teammates everyone at the club and then I think it's a little further down the line, but just playing in front of the fans at Allianz again, it's, it was just such horrible timing that we got two road games out of the way and we were about to have this home stretch and that's what everybody on the team was most excited for. So, um, yeah, just hearing Wonderwall at the end of the game, that's, I mean, cause they, the social media, everyone, they, they keep putting videos up online of Wonderwall after different games and Every time you hear it, you just get like the chills and <laughs> the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. And that's, I'll say that's what I miss the most here in Wonderwall at, at the end of games.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Cal, do you have anything else that you wanted to ask Mr. Gasper before we sign off here?
2: I, I do, yeah. And it's its a very, very serious question, actually, which I've been wanting to ask you for some time. And I've, I've okay. not had the chance, obviously. Um, and it's taken me time to think about this one because it will require a certain standard of answer as well, Chase. Yeah. Um, and it very well may spark debate across the world, actually. Would you rather fight a hundred duck sized horses or one duck sized horse?
1: Wait no no wait a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck. Horse-sized
2: duck yes sorry.
1: (laughs) Well, he's he's really thinking about this. Yeah, this is.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm glad the real
1: questions are finally coming out. (laughs) (laughs)
0: This is what we needed to know. This is what we need to know. Um, so my thought process right now is you got like a hundred. Little, you know, you know, horse bite is nothing to mess with, and you got a hundred, hundred horse bites coming at you. That's what you're worried about with the duck-sized horses, or one giant beak of the horse-sized duck. And the ducks are quick. Ducks are quick and mean. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll go with I'll go with the the horse-sized duck. Yeah.
2: I, I mean, so you're the second person I've heard answer that. I think you'd be dead in twenty seconds
1: <laughs> against a horse-sized duck.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like fighting a velociraptor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that I think that you get all those little horses. You're much more likely to be injured, but maybe victorious. But, yeah you know, yeah yeah you're
0: right you're right you're right i agree with you now but, that is a good point. i'm just like, gonna get maimed instead of eaten alive
1: right right i mean it's probably easier to kill anything that's duck-sized than to kill anything that's horse-sized it depends on what kind of are you is this strictly hand-to-hand fighting i think is the question or are you, hand combat. Yep. so you got to step on the <laughs> you got to step on the duck-sized horses
2: We must add that no animals were harmed during the recording here.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm glad we've ended on uh, such uh, a serious and somber note. Uh, Chase, thanks so much for joining us.
0: Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. It's it's great to see you guys and talk to you guys.
1: Yeah, stay safe out there. Thanks for joining us, everybody out there, for the 99th Sound of the Loons podcast. Be sure to leave us a nice review on iTunes or at the very least a five-star rating and follow the team on Twitter at MNUFC and Cal at CalWilliams.com, and me at Steve Entress. Chase, you don't have any social media, right? Uh, I have an Instagram. Instagram, okay. Find, yeah. Chase, find Chase on Instagram, but you don't mess with Twitter, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, apologies, as always, to Richard Wagner. And remember, there's only one person in this whole world like you, and people can like you exactly as you are.